celebrating the connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joey Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. <laughs> 1-866-405-8405. That is toll-free. Judy has three phones around her. She's And she's texting. Multi-talented. You are very multi-talented. I guess we're going to have Charlie Batch from the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. What is the QB, right? Yes, he's he is. The back, he's the backup QB, okay? Backup because QB? you can't replace Ben Roethlisberger. No, of course not quarterback no, in, in the, in the no. league. He's going to be on the He'll show today? He's going to be on the show. What's he talking about? He he went through a rough time. He um, he lost his dog to cancer, so he's oh, teaming bad. up with a foundation that helps people with animals that have animals that have cancer. I'll Help them with you, treatment so, and funding. That's so common these days. I, I had two I dogs. Know. I had one Roddy and I had a pit bull and um, both of them both of them died of cancer, and um, it just seems in a larger breeds. It's um, it's well, very common. I think it's the food we feed them and all the chemicals yes. in our home. And I yes. agree. And stay away from corn while you're at it. Well, I think that's a big problem. Dogs are not supposed to eat that. Well, he'll be on in just a few minutes right here. We're uh, very excited about that. You see how excited we are? Could you hear it in my voice? Stacy? what's up? As you know, there is an app for everything, sure. and there's a new app that can make sure that your dog isn't terrorizing the cat or the mailman when you're not at home. It'll even let your dog Facebook you. I can't get my kids to Facebook me, let alone my dog. That would be really bad if my dog's on Facebook and he wouldn't Facebook me. I have that problem with one of my kids. Anyway, they don't want me to know what's going on, and I'm sure my dog won't either. But uh, I'll tell you all about that coming up on Animal Radio News. That gives me an idea. Yes. So being that Animal Radio has an iPhone app, okay, maybe we can teach the dog to how to download the iPhone app for everyone's iPhone so they can um, you know, listen to um, animal radio. That's a good idea, there, Joey. Well, we should have subtitles too. You know, that only dogs can understand. Like, we, you know, if a dog's listening, there's a dog going. That's uh, yeah. Maybe you didn't know that. That actually already we already have two shows going on right now. So you bring your dog around the radio. The other show is uh, so high pitched that humans can't really hear it, but it speaks right directly to your dog. It's amazing technology. We'd have a cat show too, a cat show, but cats don't care about anything. So snooty cats. Do you have one of those? Shiny dog bowls or cat bowls that you feed your cats or dogs with, little silver ones, perhaps? I've got several. You do? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah me too. You yeah. should. You I'm sh- wearing one around my neck right now. These are very dangerous. In Santa Rosa, California, authorities say the sun refracted off of the dog's shiny little water bowl and ignited a fire that set Terry and Shay Weisbridge's Santa Rosa home on fire. Wow. I guess it was near a window wow. or something? It, it, was, it was near sight. How do they know? How do they know that? Yeah. How do they know that? How do they know that? The, that the bowl caused the fire. Well, I'm glad you asked that. The fire department engineer found the bowl concentrated light right around the area of the home that was charred. So they... Uh, well, can I tell you a little story? This please. has nothing to do with animals, but I want to tell you a little story as well. well in New Jersey, when I worked at the Izot Center, uh-huh. and they had Disney show there, and I brought a wrist rocket in because they had all the balloons set up in the seats. So we said, you know, let's you do use it as target practice. And what we did is we were shooting at the balloons, and when I shot at the balloon, I missed the balloon. And I hit one of the the, the um, booth windows, the luxury suites, and it spited the whole window. So we ran in. So now, as the show was going on, the window decided it was going to fall out. And the noise it made, and the people in the crowd—I think it had to be about five, six thousand people there. Ooh, everyone! Well, they brought the engineer in the next day. 
And the engineer said, because in that room there were balloons as well, and the helium from the balloons, it changed the pressure inside the room, so that blew out the window. And we knew we were off the hook at that point, but we just couldn't believe wow. that they brought an engineer in. When I broke the window with a wrist rocket, but it had to do with the pressure. So that's how I feel about the bowl igniting the house, okay? Same thing. Yeah, me too. That's a great story, buddy. That's awesome, man. These, these experts come and they say all this stuff. Oh, he's an expert. And for years, we would joke about it. Every time we'd go open the door, I'd say, oh, stand back. Hold on. Let the pressure out first. We open it. You know, open it a little bit. Did you guys see the news story out of Pittsburgh about boogers? It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. You search on the internet, news story about boogers. You will laugh. I mean, it's a legitimate news story that these idiots have on their nighttime news where the anchor guys go, don't play beef with this, this next story. And the first line out of the porter's mouth is, eating boogers could be good for you. And then they go on the street and they ask people if they would eat their boogers, you know, and it's just, it's ridiculous. It's Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. <laughs> Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joy Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Judy's screening your calls right now. She has three phones in her hand, if you could see her right now. If she only had three ears, she would be using them all. And call us now at 1-866-405-8405 to speak to Dr. Debbie, our veterinarian, dog trainer Alan Cable, dog father Joey Villani, animal communicator Joey Turner, or just to check in. If you're the kind of person that spoils your pets, treats them like family, this is your show. If you love uh, Fido more than Uncle Louie, this is your show. If your dog sleeps in your bed instead of the doghouse, this is your show, Animal Radio. And, uh, hey, Judy, how you doing? Hi there. And if you have nothing else to do, this, this is, is your, your show. show. <laughs> we have Charlie Batch on the show today from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Batch is my boy. He's your man. I'm, I'm a fan today. I'm a fan today. I'm usually not a fan. Today I'm a fan. Charlie Batch was the, been the backup quarterback to Ben Roethlisberger for a long time and has pulled us the Steelers through a lot of wins. And now finding out he's a pet lover, that's even better. Okay, well, he'll be on the show. Also today we'll find out what's the deal with Mike Tyson's ex who ate his pet pigeon. So the news that we have here. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait say wait, that what? again. Michael Tyson, you remember him? He was the former heavyweight yeah. champion. Now he's actually known as the hangover star. His ex-wife or ex-girlfriend ate his pet pigeon. So he wow. eats ears. He eats ears and she eats that, pigeons. Yes. Okay. Don't knock it till you try it. What, the ears or the pigeon? Either way. Hey, Stace, what's going on? Michael Jordan has big feet. I know that. And there's a lot of basketball players. Not that I know it personally, but, uh, you know, the guy's 20 feet tall, so you know his feet are huge. But what about his hands? Well, you know that thing they say, hands and feet? Oh, oh I always get off topic. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so Nike has made him shoes, and they've made a lot of basketball player shoes. But guess what? They're also making elephant shoes. I'm serious. I'll tell you about this elephant that had to get a shoe because he was short on one end. Uh, it's coming up on Animal Radio News. Wow. Just uh, what an amazing show today, huh? Well, it's, you know is, what they is. say about guys with big hands and big feet, right? What, is, um, what do they say, big, Joey? Big, they big say? gloves and big shoes. Big gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Well, whatever happened with what's-her-face, Tammy Wynette? Who was that? Emmy right. Lou Harris. Emmy Lou okay, Harris. Yeah. I guess George Jones died, of course, as we know. That's she right. She was off to the funeral. Oh. But she'll be back. Well, home. I guess so, we can't say anything there. Yep, no. I can't say nothing. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Hey, Jay, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Splendid. What's going on? You got a dog, cat, iguana, fish? I, I have a dog that is acting a little bit strange after <clears throat> our neighbors. The dog is, I think, six, six years old right now. And after two years, we didn't have any problems with the dog through the first two years. And then the neighbors moved in with the female dog that is not spayed. And after that, our dog starts marking the house all around, especially in a couple of places. So my wife decided that we should fix the dog. We did, and nothing changed. He's still doing the, the same routine, you know. Well, Dr. Debbie will probably tell you that, you know, fixing is always a great idea because it minimizes, it uh, reduces that. But the dog, your dog's probably very insecure, and the dog moved in next door, so your dog is marking his territory and protecting his territory. And the only way to stop that, buddy, is first got to clean it all up, especially in the house, with some sort of substance that uh, erases the scent so your dog's not tempted okay. to go back there. The other thing you have to do is, again, you are your dog's teacher. You have got to take your dog out on a leash and watch your dog at all times so that you can make a correction as soon as your dog makes the move to eliminate in your house or to mark in your house. You've got to be there to stop the behavior, correct the behavior, which means if you're not free to watch your dog, you got to keep them in a crate. You let him out of the crate, you follow him around. As soon as he makes the move to uh, mark territory in your house, you make a firm, stern correction. No! Cut it out. And he will start to learn that, no, this is not appropriate behavior. Uh, my pack leader does not condone this, doesn't want to see this. The only place, proper place to go out to the bathroom or mark territory is outside. But you've got to do the work, buddy. You've got to catch him in the act every time and make a firm correction so that he understands that is not something you want him to do. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? It's kind of, yeah, it makes sense to me, but it's kind of hard. I think I will have to put this workload on my wife because I'm a truck driver. I'm never home almost, you know. And She's going to have to do that. She's going to have to do it. Because do because just, just so you know, punishing your dog after the fact does absolutely no good and just confuses your dog. You know, he doesn't know yes. what he's being disciplined for. You've got to catch him in the act. Yes, I know that, yeah. But, that's a good, but this is happening during the time that this... Uh, Female dog has the how do you call? She's in heat. That's well, it's a, it, it doesn't it doesn't have to do yes. it doesn't have to do with her being in heat. It has to do with your dog defending his territory. It's called territorial okay. marking. You know, when it, when a dog feels threatened by another dog or a human, that they will go to the bathroom and mark their territory, the territory that they're going to defend, to let the other dog know, hey, this is my territory. Stay away. That's what that is. Yeah, and the other dog is much much larger than uh, our sh- miniature schnauzer, so that's yeah, that yeah. might be might feel my dog uh, might feel insecure this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. There you go, buddy. Hey, appreciate the advice. Thank you very much. Thanks for calling, Jay. We appreciate you calling. Hey, great show. I listen to to your show a lot. Thank you. We listen to you a lot, too. Anytime you want us to listen to you, you just call us, okay? I appreciate it. Thank you very much. There you go. Bye-bye. 1-866-405-8405. It's toll-free. 
It feels like Christmas around here. Joey Volani is toting around all kinds of gifts from Wall today, and I think you have the clipper in your hand, that new lithium-ion pet clipper with the battery that lasts forever. Cool case, ain't it? It is cool. It makes you look important. You know what? It's, yeah, exactly. I feel like I have my briefcase. And being <laughs> at Allen has been calling me Dr. Joey. Um, you know, now I feel I, I really feel uh, very important. It's but, much um, prettier than your violin clipper, case. <laughs> this clipper is so cool for a couple of reasons. And number one, not only is it rechargeable, but when the battery has run out, you can plug it in. So it works It works, works both ways. Um, it has all these attachments. So I can give um, my, my pooch um, a real short haircut or a nice, longer, stylish one just by changing the attachments. And I'm not changing the blade. It's the same stationary blade that stays on. Really? Just oh. a plastic comb that, that goes on it. It's professional grade. I've used this clipper... In the salon, okay. I've done poodle feet with it. I've done I've done tops of dogs' heads with it. It's lightweight. It works great. The battery holds a good charge. And if you look at Alan, I don't know if he used this wall clipper on him, but look look how nice his hair. His hair looks really good today. Yes, exactly. And the cool thing about this, it comes with a DVD that teaches you, you know, how to um, make your pet look good. It comes with a little comb, a scissor. Um, it comes with the oil to keep the blade lubricated, and it comes with a mirror so you can um, show you dog what the back of his head looks like. Oh, you got to love that. <laughs> so it comes with everything basically except for the groomer. That's yes. you. Yes, exactly, exactly. But you know what? It could be fun. I mean, what they did was is they made this pretty easy for the person that wants to do grooming at home. Um, they made it really, really easy with the, with the DVD, with the comb attachments, and everything else that comes with it. So if, if, if I had to go out and buy a home kit, this would be perfect. Okay, let's go ahead and give away one. One to a shelter and then one to just uh, you. Schmo looking down at his radio right now going, Yeah, you can have one too. one 405 to pick up on the lithium ion pet clipper from Wall as well as uh, the no rinse shampoo, the odor neutralizer, and the oatmeal shampoo. And if you work for a shelter, give us a call. We'll give you one too so you can pretty up those animals and get them adopted. All thanks to Wall. Hi, this is Emmy Lou Harris on Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your pet. When you think of Wall, you naturally think of clippers. But Wall has introduced a wide range of products that promise to streamline bath time and general grooming. Wall provides a full line of pet products including clippers and trimmer kits, brushes, shampoos, doggy deodorants, and even odor neutralizers. Wall doesn't just sell these products. Their website also features do-it-yourself information on how to care for your dog's grooming needs at home. Pet owners and professionals alike prefer Wall. Visit wallpet.com or find Wall products at a store near you. We've talked about Stella and Chewy's family of freeze-dried and frozen dinners for dogs. Now we're pleased to share two new examples exotic dinner editions, Simply Venison and Absolutely Rabbit. Both are made with 90% single source protein and enhanced with organic fruits and vegetables. Each are fortified with vitamins, minerals, and probiotics to be 100% complete and balanced. Stella and Chewy's, the official food of Ladybug, Animal Radio Studio Stunt Dog. Only the good stuff. For more information, go to StellaandChewy's.com. Don't you just hate paying for things you don't need? Man, I do. And that's why I'm here to tell you about PennyBackup.com. We all know about those big companies that allow us to back up computer files and data to a safe place on the web, and that's great. But what makes me crazy is that they make me pay for gigabytes of storage that I don't need. PennyBackup.com is here to the rescue with the same features, the same data protection, the same services, but you pay only 8.9 cents for every gigabyte used. Heck, that's 
less than a dime per gigabyte. Pennybackup.com continually backs up your data and files, and if your computer gets stepped on by an elephant or your hard drive crashes, you'll be able to download all of your important data to a new computer immediately. And Pennybackup.com is as safe as the other guys. It just costs a lot less at 8.9 cents per gigabyte. Want more proof? Go to Pennybackup.com for a free 30-day trial and see for yourself. See how much money you'll save for no loss of service or security. It's Pennybackup.com. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewy's. Have you heard about their new Simply Venison exotic dinner for dogs? If you're looking for any of these, what do they call these, novel proteins? Unusual proteins, foods that dogs have not eaten before. This venison here is just one of the many. In fact, they've introduced lamb as well as uh, rabbit. All good stuff. Learn more over at StellaAndChewy's.com. Of course, that's the official food of Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. She loves that new flavor of venison. Venison. She's a big venison fan. Mm Let's head to Robin. Hey, Robin, how are you doing? All right, how are you? Very good. What's going on? Yeah, I have a, uh, a puppy that has a deformed arm. It was born oh. with three three legs and just a part of another one. Okay. And I was wondering, the people have been telling me that I need to have it amputated, but it don't seem to be bothering him. Okay. And about how long in comparison to the other leg is it? Like I would third say of the about length? half. Yeah, and when I um, have pups that are born with kind of these abnormal legs, that what, that's one of the big distinctions is the length of the leg. So if we have a normal length but it's just kind of deviated and twisted, um, there sometimes can be things we can do with splinting and or even surgically. Um, but if we've got a really kind of a, almost like a vestigial leg where it's you know half to a third the size of the normal leg, um, and generally the recommendation is to amputate this um, when the pup is old enough to have that done. And it's kind of a decision. We don't anticipate it'll necessarily cause them problems in many cases, but it can impinge kind of how comfortable they can lay and lie on that area. So because those areas aren't able to bear weight normally, the abnormal limb is more prone to getting um, wearing and sores on it. So just for the overall well-being of the pet, in most cases, if it's non-functional, it's just kind of a a little thing hanging there, we'll we'll take it off surgically um, and just amputate that limb. And actually, a dear friend of mine just just rescued a, a puppy um, from a shelter, and it had um, it has an abnormal leg, and, and we're getting ready to you know see about getting that leg amputated. Um, so it, it can make a real big difference, just making sure you don't run into problems down the road. And you said how old is the baby right now? It'll be three weeks come Sunday. Oh, okay, so we're really young. So probably nothing at this time we'd be making decisions on that. Um, that would be when we get to more, you know, I would say four months or older that we would be talking about that. Okay, so so I have at least four months before I need to do anything about that. I mean, it doesn't seem to bother him. You know, he crawls around. You know, he drinks from his mom, and it, it don't seem to be hurting him. So the people have told me that I need to add an amputation, and I was just wanting to make sure. Yeah, yeah, and and I think it probably w- would benefit from having that removed. But yeah, you got some time. Um, you know, he's got some growing to do, and we, and we want him to uh, get all of his you know vaccinations behind him, get him get him protected for all that kind of stuff before we talk about a you know surgical amputation. Okay, is there anything that I can do for him, like comfort him, or, or maybe keep it nursed? I mean, the, it's this kind of like flesh. It's this gets the skin on it, but then it gets it rubs it off. So. 
there any way mm. to protect that while he's growing? Well, um, it's hard to say without seeing it, but if he's actually wearing it and it's getting irritated, um, you know, sometimes we can, when they get large enough, we can put a, a little, like an, an infant or a newborn um, T-shirt on the pup. And that's one way to uh-huh. kind of, um, you know, keep that side covered and protected just from wearing. So, yeah, and if he's doing that already and he's already getting some sores on that area, then I would say it's going to be likely that leg's going to going to have to be removed. Okay. I, I just want to make sure that that was what we were going to have to do. Yeah. Well, and he doesn't know he, he's any different, so he, he probably won't be complaining about it. Um, you know, a lot of dogs that are born this way, you know, they really don't miss that leg. They, they don't know it. Um, so being a three-legged dog is a fabulous life, and, and he'll uh, he'll do well. Yeah, well, we was planning on keeping him because he was the eyeball for the litter, and we wanted to make sure that we did everything that we needed to do for him, you know. Well, bless your heart, and uh, I'm so glad that you can take care of him. Do you have a name picked out for him? Well, not yet. We're, we're trying to decide. We're still deciding on it. Well, wonderful. We'll give that baby a little pat on the head for me, and um, best wishes. Let me know if you have questions as it gets bigger. Okay, thank you very much. I don't know. I, I think something uh, like Tripod would be a good name. You know, I was going to say that, but it's kind of overdone. It, it is. is. Everybody's doing it. Yeah. Everybody does that. You can. There's whole like websites of tripod dogs out there. You know, where you can kind of celebrate their uniqueness, and they really don't sense the disability. They just keep on going. I wish we were like that. Well, let's go to Moika. Hi, Moika. Moika. Hi. Is that, <laughs> how are you? Good. How are you doing? Is that Hawaiian? No, it's Slavic. Slavic. Okay. Yeah. Well, how are you doing today? What's going on? Uh, I have two rescues. Um, one I um, adopted about three years ago. She's blind. She's had other health problems since then. Uh, I am H-A-I-V-D-D, all these different acronyms. But um, she never really got trained, and through no fault of my own. I took her to an obedience class, and because she's blind and traumatized, she barked through the whole session, every session. So they would ask me to take her to the side, to another room, and practice there. So that never really works. I kind of just said, well, she never goes out without me. Then I fostered another dog about three months ago and decided to keep that one. This one is, I don't know how to say, she's not territorial because I heard that dog's not really territorial, but she'll sit on the couch. And then when my blind dog tries to get up on the couch, she'll growl. And mm-hmm. same thing with yep. the bed. And I said, Are you there... weren't here first. There's two things going on. First of all, was the blind dog always blind? I don't know. They had no history. Okay. They said they found her as a stray. Okay. So you feel sorry for the blind dog, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, so when you feel sorry for a dog, when you have that emotion and you feel sorry for a dog, it puts you in a weak state. The dog feels that you're weak. The dog knows that you feel weak. The dog doesn't really know that other dogs can see. The dog doesn't really know that she's different from other dogs. You know that because you're a human and you're smart. You, you can process that. So the first thing you've got to, so the first thing you got to understand is you've got to stop feeling sorry for your dog. You've got to stop doing that and you've got to treat both dogs the same. The other thing you need to do is you have to be the leader so that when your dog is up on the couch and the other dog tries to get up there and the dog growls, you have to correct that behavior immediately. As a strong leader, you decide who goes up on the couch. The dog doesn't decide. 
Because when you let your dog decide who goes up on the couch, your dog is in a leadership role. Your dog is taken over. You've got to be a strong pack leader. And you've got to do it with not with words, but with actions and movement. You just don't talk oh. to them. Just throw them both off the couch. Just poke your dog. Make him move. Let the blind dog go up on the couch where the other dog was. Make it happen. Oh, wow. Okay. Make it happen. Be a strong leader, and your dogs will follow you. And they will both know in the pack their place. And, and you know what? Yeah, they're going to duke it out a little bit to decide which one is uh, you know, the more powerful dog, who's, who's, who's in charge. They're going to duke it out right. a little bit. And that's normal behavior for them to just go at it for a little while to decide who's higher up in the chain. But that shouldn't last very long. But stop feeling okay. sorry for your blind so dog. First, how far should I let it go when they kind of try to sort it out themselves? Because as soon as I hear the growl, I'm like, no, you can't do that. And, you know, it puts the dog, the blind dog on the couch and say, you know, she was here first. And... <laughs> Well, see, that's the, that's the thing. It's not about she was there first. You're, you're not dealing with humans. You're dealing with dogs. It's not who gets there first. It's should they be allowed on the couch at all? Who's going to be allowed on the couch? Who's going to decide who's on the couch? You have to be the decision maker. And as far as energy goes, there's low, medium, and high. When you see two dogs getting into it, you allow them to go to medium, lower, medium, but never to high. So if they, okay. if you see, if you watch them, watch their energy. If you see they're really starting to look like they're going to get into it you get in there and break it up you just i I mean you move them with your feet you walk right into the one that's causing the most trouble and push that dog out of the way with your body but don't wait till it gets insane because it'll be too late you'll have to shove a chair between both of them or something don't put your hands in there okay Okay. Because yeah, they're little, but I don't think, yeah, teeth are teeth. <laughs> they would bite That's you right. either way. And they'll bite you without even knowing they're biting you. So you just, you just shove something between them, a chair, a piece of cardboard, or just move one out of the way. But if they're, if they're clamped onto each other, you've got to put something in there between them. Remember, your dog doesn't know, it, it, you know, human beings take dogs home, they feel sorry for him. Oh, he was in a shelter, he had a rotten life. Your dog doesn't know that, you know, he had a rotten life. Your dog doesn't know that you're thinking these things, and you shouldn't think these things. What you should be thinking is, I'm going to be a good, strong pack leader, a good dog owner, and I'm going to give my dog a good life right now. Okay. Live in the moment, just like a dog. Well, I I will try that. seems like it'll work because I I can't deal with this, you know, even in the middle of the night, if one wants to get on the bed, you know, you can't get up here. What you do is you throw them both off the bed. Don't let either one on the bed. Throw them off the bed. Okay. Don't let oh, them yeah, on the bed with you. They try to, you know, dress them up, and here's your crate. But as soon as they whine, I'm like, oh, no, no, <laughs> I can't deal with this. Oh, well, you got to like stop you. that. Well, Moika, you got to stop that because when they whine, you're giving in, and that teaches them what? To whine more. Right. All right, girl, okay. you go at it. I will try that. Thank you very much. You know, your whole life, your, your business of having a dog is to basically teach your dog to be calm in all situations. And a calm dog is a well-adjusted, happy dog. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by D-Herbs. With over 400 products available for both you and your pet, jumpstart the health revolution and experience healing. Go to dherbs.com, providing solutions for better health. D-Herbs, home of the Full Body Cleanse, also offers 100% all-natural, all-herbal pet care products with over 400 products available for both you and your pet. You know the importance of human health and nutrition, but what about your pets? 
Jumpstart the health revolution and experience healing holistically and naturally for you and your pet. Go to dherbs.com. That's dherbs.com, providing solutions for better health. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Help prevent pests on your pet with monthly topical flea or tick treatments. Advantage 2 for cats or dogs kills through contact, so fleas don't have to bite to die. Canine Advantix 2, which is for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, and mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantix 2 kill all flea life stages, including eggs and larvae. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantix 2 are recommended by veterinarians and are available at animal hospitals and pet specialty retailers. Fido Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews, along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. This is an Animal Radio News Update. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. A California woman says she narrowly escaped an accident earlier this week after discovering an unexpected passenger that was in her car. According to CBSLA.com, Angie Guerrero was driving along the highway with her dogs when she felt and then saw a snake slithering between her legs. Guerrero says she almost hit the car in the next lane, but she was able to safely find a spot to pull over and get herself and the dogs out of the car. It took the California Highway Patrol an hour to nab the stowaway reptile, which turned out to be a non-venomous but still intimidating king snake. Guerrero says she'll be more careful getting in her car now, but she joked that, quote, how would you know to look for snakes? A growing number of renters have pets. In fact, three-quarters of respondents in an Apartments.com poll say that they've got an animal, 32% increase from just last year. In addition, about 80% of the apartment dwellers describe their building as pet-friendly, but it's not just the landlords who are warming up to a tenant's four-legged friend. Just under 60% of renters who don't have pets say they don't mind if their neighbor has an animal until that dog starts barking. (laughs) I wish I could find some neighbors like that. Nearly 80% of those in apartments have a dog. Small dogs are the most common at 38%. About two-thirds admit that they uh, have to pay a pet deposit in order to have their animals there. An out-of-place wallaby may be roaming the English countryside. According to the British newspaper, the Daily Telegraph, police in Lanshire were skeptical when residents reported seeing what they thought was a kangaroo hopping around the village. However, authorities were recently convinced when they were given a picture of a wallaby on the roadside. The police constable, Dave Kerfert, of the police department said that the photo proves that authorities had been overly suspicious about reports. Apparently, the wallaby's already become a local sensation. In fact, residents have named him Skippy in honor of an Australian TV series from the 60s. Both residents and police believe the wallaby escaped from a farm in the area. 
Police in uh, Burlington, Vermont, can credit a moose with helping them discover an illegal pot growing operation over the weekend. Uh, cops were on the lookout for the animal after it was seen wandering around Burlington streets when they spotted pot plants in a shed behind a house. Well, after obtaining a search warrant, police say they seized 32 plants and an unspecified amount of processed marijuana, and they arrested the house's occupant. There was no word on which crimes the moose is currently helping authorities investigate. Well, they have dogs that sniff it out. Why not a moose? It's just a little bit bigger and maybe a little harder to transport places. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. For dogs, like people, arthritis is the most common health problem, and joints are stressed even more with increased activity in spring. FlexRx is a new way to safely and effectively treat canine joint health problems. All-natural FlexRx doesn't mask symptoms like other products. It's clinically proven to restore healthy joint function. With FlexRx, your dogs can enjoy an improved quality of life they've earned and deserve. FlexRx is available at pet shops, retailers, or visit ProLabsPets.com. Here's a surprising summertime fact from new Allegra Anti-Itch Cream. We all know that irritants like bug bites and poison ivy can make you itch. But what you might not know is how. Actually, it's the histamines your body creates in reaction to these irritants that make you miserable. But now that scratch has met its match. New Allegra Anti-Itch Cream. Its maximum strength itch medicine blocks your itch-causing histamines fast for long-lasting relief. New Allegra Anti-Itch Cream. The relief you've been itching for. Use as directed. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Are any of these symptoms familiar? Weight gain, hot flashes, rapid heartbeat, night sweats? How about fatigue, nausea, low libido, and fat storage? If you're a woman over 40 experiencing any of these symptoms, you probably have hormonal imbalance. Ambrin restores hormonal balance in women over 40, so the extra pounds fall away and the other symptoms simply disappear. To receive a complimentary risk free trial with a free 30-day supply just be one of the first callers right now at 1-800-921-9020 that's 1-800-921-9020 this portion of animal radio is brought to you by wall home pet they got pet grooming products that can make it easy and pain-free that's the way I like my pet grooming, pain-free for both me and the animal. Wall's extensive line of grooming products includes everything from clippers to brushes to shampoos. Pet owners and pet professionals prefer Wall. Visit them at wallpet.com. That's W-A-H-L, pet.com. I just I just gave myself a haircut with one of their clippers. Yeah, and i got to say, it looks really good. Not too shabby there, pal. Not too bad. Well, thank you. Joey thank did, you, Dr. Joe. What? Block. All the dogs are following him now. Yeah. Joey, did you help him with the haircut? No, no, he did, he did that it all by on his himself. Own. There's another yeah, testament his own. to wall products. Yeah. Uh, which one are we going to, Judy? Let's going go to, to line two. And Joanne. Hey, Joanne, how are you? Well, I'm fine, thank you. What's going on? You sound kind of down. Oh, no, I'm just a little nervous. Oh, don't, don't be I, nervous. I'm a four-year-old Labradoodle, and she's really good, and I've trained her on the lead, which she does well in the yard. 
But my problem is when she goes outside to go to the bathroom, she'll she'll do her duty. But we live in a in a country area, and we, I have a large yard. If she goes in, we'll come back. She'll she'll roll in um, excrement of some type. <laughs> She's and, rolling uh, in poop. Yeah. <laughs> Joanne, I'm doing that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what to do with her. I mean, I'll go outside, I'll watch her, I'll turn around, I'll come back to the house. By the time she gets to the house, she has it on her fur. She's a white. Hey, Joanne, you know what's, what's interesting is I was working with a Labradoodle yesterday, and while me and the guy were talking, uh, him and my dog went and found this nasty, muddy, gross puddle and started just rolling around in it, just like you're talking about. And... uh. Some people say that the reason why dogs roll around in excrement is to disguise their scent, that many years ago in the wild, when they were roaming around, to disguise their scent from prey, they would roam around and poop. And, uh, you know, that, that sounds like a logical, reasonable explanation. But to stop the dog from doing it, you have to be there to just stop your dog from doing it. My dog loves to lay in puddles. So I've taught him not to lay in puddles by being there to correct him as soon as he makes his move to do that. So I'll be walking with him. He sees a puddle. He makes his move to go to the puddle. I go, hey, don't go near that puddle. And he's learned what that means. And I, uh, in the beginning, I had to do it physically. As soon as he made his move to go to the puddle, I have to poke him in the neck and go, get away. Mo, move, move. And then when he does, good dog. And, and you see, you're a teacher. And because dogs don't understand words, it's going to take you a while with your body movements, not your words, to show your dog what you want and what you don't want. So what you need to do is keep your dog on a leash. When you take your dog out, as soon as she makes the move to lay down and roll around in that stuff, you give her a firm correction, just a tug on the leash and go, no, uh-uh, and move her away from the excrement. And it won't take her long to figure out you don't want her to do that, and she will stop. It's that simple, but you've got to keep her on a leash, and you've got to make those corrections as soon as she makes her move to do that. After is too late. Don't scold her. Don't talk to her. Don't yell at her. You've got to do it right when she makes her move. Does that make sense to you, Joanne? Yeah, it does. Um, when she was smaller, she she started this. And I did pretty much what you said, and we've had it stop for a while. Now she's back to it again. Does that mean I need to put her back on the leash and do it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, jo- Joanne. Dogs, you know, dogs are not like a like a accounting. You know, once you do the figures, they're done. They're living and breathing, and they'll get away with whatever you let them get away with. So even though you teach them you don't want something, occasionally they're going to test it. They're going to test it just like a child would test its mom. They're going to test you uh, just about every day, and you've got to go, hey. Hey, and they already know they're not supposed to, and they will stop, but you've got to be there to make that correction because she will test you her whole life. That's pretty uh, prevalent in that breed. They love to roll around and stuff and get smelly and dirty and wet, and that's part of their charm. Labradoodles, I love those dogs. They're awesome dogs. The bad thing about it is is they have probably one of the thickest coats, so when you get that in their coat, unfortunately, it's it's, it's, it's a little bit more more difficult than if it was a, um, a different breed. Um, on Labradoodles, and um, I got a good re- I got a good recipe in the meantime that you can do. Um, if you take a quart of, of, of water 
a um, quarter cup of white vinegar, and a couple of drops. When I say drops, I literally mean drops of Dawn dish detergent in a spray bottle. Spray the area, brush it through, towel dry it. As long as it's not, you know, really, really caked on real bad because then the dog just needs a bath, um, you'll be able to get it off and you'll get the smell off of it. So at least that's something in the meantime while you're going through this um, correction problem that can help you out. Okay, I think I think I'll try that. I was just taking her in and putting her in the shower, and I have one of those shower heads that you can move around, and I'll, I'll just like squat wash her because otherwise, when she's dirty, it, it'll take me probably about an hour to get her washed really well and rinsed. And think about that, Joanne. Every time your dog rolls around in the muck, you take her into the shower and give her a bath, which is a whole lot of attention. So that's also another reason why she would love rolling around in smelly stuff, because she makes the association, hey, when I do this, my owner gives me all this attention. She knows she's in trouble, too, though, whenever I, I, I catch her in it, because she has, she has that guilty look on her face. You know, people say that all the time, and I'm glad you brought that up. Dogs don't have a guilty look on their face, and they don't know why they're in trouble. They're looking at your body language. They're looking at you. They can tell you're upset, and that's what they're feeding off of. A lot of times, they don't know why you're upset. They just know you're upset. But people make the mistake of thinking, oh, yeah, she knows she did that. She knows she did something wrong. When they come home and the dog has pooped in the house, it was like three hours ago, they're like, oh, yeah, she knows she did that. No, she doesn't. What she knows is you're upset. She doesn't know why, but she knows you're upset, and that's why dogs have that guilty look on their faces. But they don't make the connection of what it is you're upset about most of the time unless you catch them in the act. You have to catch them in the act. Definitely sneaky about it. Like I said, I'll go out with her and I'll, I'll watch her because we, we have a huge field that she can run in. And I'll call her and turn around to walk to the house. And by the time I turn around and she'll run past me to go to the house, you can see it on her. It's like she has that, that squat. She knows where it's at, and she knows as soon as my eyes are off of her, boy, she heads for that squat, quick roll, and off she goes. Well, you keep her on a leash, and you eliminate the problem. Remember, Joanne, you are your dog's teacher. Remember that. And they don't learn like people. They learn with movement and action, not with words. They don't understand words. You've got to use movement and action and keep her on a leash, and you'll be fine. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks for your call today, Joanne. one 405 8405 That is toll-free to the Dream Team. Could be Dr. Debbie, dog trainer Alan Cable, dog father and groomer Joey Volani, or animal communicator Joy Turner. You know, i got to say how one of the best days of my life was the day that I trained you not to roll around in the poop. I mean, I was just, uh, it was I, we celebrated. We went pub hopping that night. I remember that. Yeah, but when you're not around, I'll still do it. Yeah. <laughs> Back to square one. And then we spray him with the vinegar and water. He likes all the attention. Judy has assured me that we will be having Charlie Batch on the show. You know, I just, I, I love football, dude. Me I too. It it's the only sport that I watch, It's uh, and, and I'm a diehard. My wife won't let me watch sports. Really? No. That's really sad. She makes me macrame on Sundays. <laughs> Dogs or cats, horse or emu. In Brandon, Florida, a 12-year-old Shelby Terahay thought she was helping her pet turtles when she moved them into the house to protect them from the cold. They were happily swimming around in the family bathtub when Shelby's dad came in and caught Bella, the family golden retriever, standing in the tub. Bella then jumped out and started smacking his lips. A quick head count revealed that one of the palm-sized turtles was missing. They quickly called the vet who talked them through making Bella vomit and out came Pepper.
Pepper the turtle, that is. Pepper survived around ten minutes inside the dog and came out very much alive, but with a cracked shell. The vet was able to put the shell back together with some dental acrylic. So now Pepper and Bella are doing just fine. I'm Brit Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are too. Animal Radio. Portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Flex RX. Like people, as dogs get older, arthritis is the most common problem they face. Flex RX doesn't just mask the symptoms, it restores natural joint function. Flex RX is available at pet shops and retailers across the country. Let's head back to our friend Dr. Joel Ehrenzweig with ProLabs. He's going to tell us about his zinc line. Hey, Doc, how are you doing? First yeah. of all, I really want to thank you for the opportunity last time to talk about Flex RX. Been a, a double-edged sword since the, <laughs> that time. I've been uh, almost inundated with calls about how people who've used this stuff have really enjoyed it, how it's helped their dogs, uh, including, which is really nice, um, a number of um, Orange County, California police dog handlers use it on their working dogs and a couple of these retired dogs, and uh, they are amazed at the results. I'm going to talk today about a, a line of products that ProLabs has that's really cool. Based on zinc, which is one of the most um, abundant elements in the Earth's crust, uh, zinc has been used since ancient times in, in treating medicinal problems, basically because it's uh, non-toxic. Uh, there were mentions in um, medical texts dating from 500 B.C. about using zinc oxide to treat eye diseases mm-hmm. and to promote the healing of open wounds. In 1025 A.D. in the Canon of Medicine, you remember that one, Deb? Sure. Uh, they discussed using <laughs> zinc oxide as a treatment for skin conditions, uh, including skin cancer. Today, uh, we see it all the time at the beach as the uh, white zinc oxide sunblock. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's used for diaper rash, baby powder, anti-dandruff shampoos. What ProLabs has done made the uh, power of zinc available to pets in a new line of um, really easy-to-use and effective products. And the first one I'll talk about is called Breath Refresh, basically because 78% of all the dogs over three years old have oral problems, dental dental disease. Wow. And you know, it's no fun living with a dog, aside from the medical issues that, that are involved, it's no fun living with a dog with um, bad breath. No, it isn't. Uh, <laughs> there, there are better smelling things in the world. And um, uh, it also reduces gum irritation and um, by reducing the bacteria that cause plaque and, and tartar formation. Do you have something for the ear, too? Yep, clear ear. Um, again, that's the second most common ear problem, and especially with the summer coming up with spring here, at least where I am in Kansas City, if spring ever does come here, <laughs> it manages the, manages these um, chronic yeast infections, the staph problems, uh, reduces, stops sometimes completely the itching that goes along with it, and basically it, it restores a normal ear health. And you know, in these purebred dogs or uh, crossbreeds that have ear disease and are prone to the basset hounds, beagles, bulldogs, poodles, pugs, Sharpays, uh, this stuff is really, really uh, clear. It's going to be really, really nice to use uh, okay. on them. And again, it's, it's non-irritating. Now you also uh, mentioned the skin. The Skin Soothe from ProLabs will enhance wound healing with a, a pH neutral formula. So it's not going to sting. It's not going to hurt when you put it on. It's not irritating. And um, it's combined with a, some amino acids. 
that makes it deliver really high anti-itch benefits, uh, reduces healing time in, in skin problems, and will accelerate the healing of, of minor wounds. Okay, we can learn more about Breath Refresh, Clean Air, and Skin Soothe at the website, which is ProLabsPets.com. ProLabsPets.com. Of course, we link to everything you've heard on today's show over at Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio. Hi, Rod. Hi, how's your name doing? Very good. Where are you calling from? Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, Tennessee. You are on with Dr. Debbie. Well, hi there. Um, what you got question. going on there? Well, we have two inside cats, um, one male, one female. Uh, both They're litter mates, as we got them as kittens. Um, they've both been neutered and both declawed. Um, a week ago on Saturday, we had a neighbor cat come up from the outside, and one was as they're prone to do, they show aggression to the outside cat. Um, our other inside cat came up behind the first cat, and we've got some redirected aggression at each other now. Okay. Um, the the male cat basically went after the female cat, um, and I've, we've never seen this amount of aggression between these two cats. They'll play, they'll fight sometimes, and we've even seen this where a neighbor cat will come up and they'll show some aggression to each other, but that usually is over within a minute or two, and then they're fine again. Um, but okay. so this has been going on for about a week and a half now to where um, they're still very aggressive toward each other. Okay, and is it both ways? One cat is uh, always the aggressor, or do they kind of switch the roles? They, they kind of switch the roles. Um, they're both, they both hiss a lot. They both growl a lot. Um, we've been trying to separate them in different rooms, and we're trying to reintroduce re- them to each other. Um, but we're just wanting to know if, if my, my, my wife and I are just wanting to know if we're on the right track as far as getting them back to normal or what we can do about that. All righty. Well, sounds like your kitty household is a little bit in an uproar here. <laughs> and I'll pull up my kitty psychiatrist couch here right now, and um, we'll, we'll see what we can do. You are definitely dealing with a very tough behavioral problem in, in a cat household, and that's probably the biggest message that I, I would want to get out there. So this is very difficult to deal with because the um, aggression that your kitties have or you know whoever might be coming around their yard, front door, window, windows, other kitties that are coming around, they're lashing out at the closest uh, cat they can find. Um, And sometimes it doesn't even have to be a cat. It could be a dog or another person. And the really tough thing about this is that a lot of cats with redirected aggression have such a high arousal state that it could last for hours or even days after they're in this situation. So that's part of the challenge there is that it could be something that happened four days ago um, that one cat is starting to lash out at the other. And just the sight of your other cat during that time will re-trigger that whole cascade of events. So that's the big challenge. And for most cat households that are fighting this problem, um, what you're doing is, is certainly the right step, is we want to separate the cats and completely get them away from each other. Um, we want to have good experiences together. Sometimes that can be done naturally. 
naturally, sometimes we need a little bit of some chemical help. Um, and I have a lot of cats that we're dealing with re- redirected aggression that we do have to consider um, anti-anxiety behavior medication to help facilitate that transition because it, it's very prolonged. There's a lot of potential for setbacks if they have a bad exposure together. So I will pull out medications such as Prozac <laughs> for cats. Um, there's other drugs called clomipramine, um, some of the other uh, drugs such as amitriptyline, and and getting cats that have this type of problem on a medicine like that helps to try to bring the excitement and anxiety level down to that which we can kind of work with and then do some of this counter-conditioning type training. And, And that's where you start bringing your cats around with each other and always rewarding them, always treating them, feeding them whenever there's kind of a cat-cat interaction and making that be the reward for even tolerating the sight of your other cat at this point. Um, And then the other thing I always like... I like to pull out is the pheromones, and um, you may have heard me talk about this on other programs, um, but pheromones are the kitty scent hormone that they smell, we don't smell, and it, it's a kind of a way to communicate between cats, and I do like to use the kitty uh, pheromone diffusers in a home that's fighting this problem. It's another way to kind of help bring the anxiety down and to kind of help this transition between bringing them together. How long have you been dealing with this? It's been about a week and a half now. A week and a half. And have you seen any changes, any improvement whatsoever? We've seen some improvement. Um, it seems like early in the morning when they're both very affectionate, um, we can we can put them together for a few minutes. They'll they'll actually lick each other and smell each other, and then a moment later they're hissing and growling again. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. They're not as aggressive as they were in the first couple of days. I mean, in the first few days we couldn't they couldn't see each other without trying to kill each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but now what we've gone to is keeping them separately um, in different rooms when we're not there. But when we are there, we'll put one in a carrier in the same room that we're in. And then once they get kind of close to each other and they're not being aggressive, we'll try to distract them with treats and things like that. It's just we've seen some improvement. Um, well, we've seen improvement, but it still seems like in any, any given moment, they're back to hissing and growling again when they, when yeah. they see each other. And when you're doing that, kind of the good exposure and they're tolerating each other, kind of like, you know, teenagers, we, we got to put a stop point at that and say, hey, it's been five to ten minutes of good contact and these cats are getting along. Let's stop it right now and leave everyone with this good feeling that this interaction was favorable. Um, then you separate them back into their little worlds and then at another time, you put them together again and we have to build up these exposures. And then make sure you're switching, you know, items, uh, towels and toys, switching them between the two areas that you're keeping the cat separate so they can kind of get reaccustomed to the smells and the, um, you you know, the different signals from each other. And then while all of this is going on, we have to do something about those neighborhood cats. And I'm not advocating doing anything bad, but <laughs> if, if they can still see them and they still or smell them through it, an open door, this is going to be a continual problem. So whatever we can do to put blinds up or um, heavy curtains, things that can kind of physically put a barrier up. Um, there may be some parts of the house that are off limits because it's too accessible for them to see the outdoor cats. Um, those things I, I think we'll have to look at in the household as well and see what else we can kind of work out for them. Um, um, because, one yeah. thing that we've done, we've started keeping the blinds down and we put some paper over a door that they would normally see this cat. Um, okay. So we're trying, we're trying to really kind of limit them. You know, we hate to do that because they like watching the birds and everything else, but we really don't want them to start this whole process over again anytime soon. Absolutely. And, you know, it's 
it's hard when you know other people have their cats outdoors um, because something like this, they, you know, no one would ever intend this to happen and want their their cat to start a fight somewhere else. But um, yeah, it's the reality of leaving cats outdoors. So definitely a good advertisement for uh, encouraging folks to keep their cats inside, so we don't have other problems we trigger in other households. Well, Rod, I hope that works for you. Let me know how that comes along, um, but be ready. It's a tough road, and uh, cat psychology is tricky. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. It's Animal Radio, toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Wall Home Pet Products. Pet grooming can be easy and pain-free. Wall's extensive line of grooming products, which include everything from clippers to brushes to shampoos. They got it all. Pet owners and professionals prefer Wall. Visit them at wallpet.com to get started. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the dog father, Joey Villani. What's going on? Okay, so now I, I, I heard the Sopranos theme this week. And you know what? I don't know. I like, do you guys like it? Do you want to? Do we, are we, are we no, bring back violin players, no, or no, we no. like it? I like this. Yeah, we, we, we like it. It's, much a, little, it's a little different, right? It is yeah. different. Good. So, listen, I got a really cool tip because I thought it was cool. So, you guys are going to think it's cool too. So, who well, you better? Okay. <laughs> I was. Or you'll break I was my at leg. a show. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I was at a um, dog show, and my whole reason why I go to dog shows is I'm not. To be honest with you, I mean, I, the only reason why I go to dog shows is because I look at coat, I look at hair, and I look at the haircuts. Um, because when things change, the AKC is really the one that's going to dictate the change to everyone. So if you want to be cutting edge, you need to go to the dog shows and, and see what's going on. And there was one Maltese breeder that um, the dog had absolutely no tear stain. And tear stain is, 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 is a major problem for a lot of people, and it's very hard to actually um, take care of. Basically what it is, it's, it's a red yeast that, that gets into the hair shaft, and then it grows in the hair shaft itself, and that's what causes the discoloration. So you have to eliminate that. But these dogs were so white, I automatically thought that they were bleached because a lot of times, even though they're not supposed to be doing that, a lot of times breeders still will bleach or they'll chalk and we'll cover it up and um i was talking to this this um young lady and what she uses and this is this is just so so easy is bacitracin bacitracin is an antibacterial ointment it's also just like um neosporin it's um basically the same thing now what she does is she puts that a little bit on a finger and she'll start at the corner of the dog's eye and just wipe down and basically what that does, it keeps the red yeast from actually forming because what happens is, is the properties in the ointment itself, which is the same thing that would help heal your infection, kills the red yeast. And what it'll do is the dog will now grow coat without any tear stain. Huh. Now, it's not going to get rid of the tear stain that's there because that's already trapped in there and, and, and it, it's, it's not going to work on that, but it's going to work on all the new growth thereafter. And basically, it's real easy. She said she does it twice a week and um, just puts a little bit on her finger and wipes down. The other thing it's extremely good for is if you got these um, dogs that have folds on their face, bulldogs um, is a perfect example. And, and um, what happens is it stays moist in there and 
stays wet. And I've always used powder, gold bond or cornstarch, something to dry it up to, to keep it from, um, you know, getting um, stinky and, mm. and, and also getting infected. The same thing, it works on that as well. So you can just go in there and wipe in the folds, and it's going to reduce the smell. It's going to reduce the irritation. And if there's any infection, it should help with that as well. I mean, something that's extremely infected because it does happen because it's a wet area. I mean, you want to see your veterinarian, but for treatment thereafter. And the same thing, they, um, the, um, the, the bulldog breeders say that they do it twice a week. They just run a little bit in there. And um, you don't want to overuse it because it's like anything else. You don't want to bombard your body with different types of, if basically it's an antibiotic that, that's in there. And you don't want to bombard your body with it. But what you want to do is you want to maintain it. So just a very, very small amount. And um, that'll work the same thing um, around dogs' mouths that get discolored from the red yeast. Um, in dogs' pads, if they have um, yeast infections in there from getting wet. And, and you know it right away because it has a distinct odor. It doesn't, it smells sour. It smells like the bottom of the hamper, you know, when you leave that wet towel oh, yeah. in there. So if you're getting that smell from your dog's face or around their feet, that's basically what's going on. And this works really good. Um, so, and, and I would do it after your dog has been clean to start. Don't start it on a dirty dog. Have your dog clean and then put this on and then continue, um, you know, with, with the regiment and um, keep your dog bathed and groomed every four to six weeks. Mm, where do we get and this? You should be fine. You, you get it at the vet. It's an antibiotic. Right? You know what? It, 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 I'm, yeah, I, I should have said that. I mean, it's something that, because I, I have tattoos, it's something that you use on your <laughs> tattoos, you put it on to um, so you don't, so it doesn't get infected and it heals better. But you can buy this in any drugstore oh. nationwide, any supermarket nationwide in the um, first aid section. Um, usually you'll see it around the first aid kits, around the band-aids, because it goes hand-in-hand hand with that. Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joey Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Judy has assured me that, uh, that we will be having... Charlie Batch on the show today. Now, this won't be another Emmy Lou Harris, will it? No, he's he's a good guy. He's not going to stand us up. Okay, Emmy Lou Harris. By the way, she didn't mean to stand us up. She was attending George Jones' funeral and uh, oh. could not make it. Uh, so I'll give. But her wait that. a minute! You don't know you're attending a funeral before you um you know you're supposed to come on well, the air. He died and you suddenly. Make a phone he call he, he today. died pretty suddenly. He yes. died very suddenly. What a yeah, But the funeral didn't happen. Um, you know, within the hour that he died. I mean, there had to be a little embalming process that went on there. You know, before the funeral. So you had to know. Give us a little time here. Emmy Lou, did, upset. Emmy Lou did write and she did email and she said, "I hope I'm not in the doghouse with you at Animal Radio." So. Uh, of course not. We sensitive, love her. The sensitive, okay. empathic Joey Bellotti, everyone. How can I? Listen, I'm not I'm not the sensitive type. What can I tell you? I'm sorry. What's uh, Charlie Batch <laughs> texting you now? <laughs> oh, we're just having a big old conversation over here. Don't mind us. What, what's he talking about? Come on, some picture. No, I'm turning red. Yes, you are turning red. No, we're just we're just talking. He just wants to get a copy of the show, the audio. <laughs> Did you tell him we the, burn that as no, soon as it's done? Yeah, you're all stuck. Well, I lock him in my phone. I I so. think he was cut this year. I yeah. think he was Maybe cut that's by Steelers this year. Hey. So you know, he's listen. Don't be campaigning for my job, there, Batch. Okay, I, I liked you, but I don't like you that much. <laughs> do you like football, Doctor Debbie? No, not really. <laughs> you do not like the manly art of football. I I don't really get into sports. I I just don't you, you didn't play you didn't play sports as a young dr debbie oh i did i didn't play football what are you talking about 
What'd you play? What was your sport? What was your? Sport? Um, I was a bit of a jock. I did volleyball. I did softball. Um, you look like uh, a softball player. You got that I? strong. You look like I you could, could kick hit your a ass. Ball. That's what you're saying. Yeah. So, so you don't like watching sports, though. You don't watch any sports. No, we just. I never grew up really watching them. I mean, I, we played them, but I just, you know, sitting around in front of a TV watching it. Just yeah. You'd be the coolest chick if you were in the football. If you knew who Charlie Batch was, like Judy knows who Charlie Batch is now. Me and Charlie and Batch it. are close. Yes. <laughs> I heard you're texting. As long as you're not texting photos that are inappropriate, Judy, that's all I have to say. <laughs> oh, what a great idea. She didn't like football until just a couple of seconds ago. Yeah. I've always been a baseball fan. Let's see. Uh, coming up on the show, Charlie Batch in just a few minutes. We'll head to the phones for Dr. Debbie, dog trainer Alan Cable, dog father Joey Villani, and animal communicator Joey Turner. We'll also do a quick check of the news. Well, this is pretty unusual. There was a California woman sitting in a car, and she said there was a snake slithering between her legs. Well, I know that's not that unusual in California. <laughs> Your woman say that. Yes, it is. Okay. We have all the details about that coming up and what happened in her car on Animal Radio News. Yeah. Can someone check her coffee to make sure it's just coffee? <laughs> yeah, like yeah I want some of what she's drinking. Sounds like something you'd hear in divorce court. Uh, speaking of uh, former heavyweight champions, Mike Tyson is in the news. I found this news story particularly interesting. Uh, 46-year-old former boxer Mike Tyson. Is he really only 46? Boy. Yeah, I'm only 46, Hal. Probably. Don't make me older than I am. Right? Y'all come down here. I swear to God, I'll come down here. That's very good. Yeah, that, he, uh, was, that was good. He says his first love is pigeon racing, and he's owned almost 350 birds. Uh, he was horrified when his former flame suggested that they cook one of his feathered friends and proceeded to eat the creature right in front of him. Right there. Just ate his pet pigeon right in front of him. Uh, they have since broken up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Time out. Yeah, you got to do it online did, somewhere. Did, did, he, did she kill the bird and cook the bird first? Or was this like, you know... She, like, she cooked like, it in like front of him. Osborne bite the head off? No, 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 no. no. This was fully cooked and everything. She did it properly. He admitted he should have never have let his ex get away with snacking on his beloved pets. And the trauma of the event soon led to the demise of their relationship, well, according to the AP. He says it was her house and we were living off her dime so she could do it. It was his response. Oh, that's how that works. Former okay. heavyweight champion couldn't afford his own place, apparently. He's no, hell, I don't like your tone. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe if, 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 if he starts a rotisserie pigeon place. Um, there you go. Mike Tyson's place. You know? He has 200 of them to start with. Well, now, here's the deal. He, uh, he got involved with pigeons as a kid. He said, they were my escape. He said, I was fat. I was ugly. The kids teased me all the time. The only joy I had was pigeons. Oh, that's it's true. You know, you know, pigeons are the only things in life that I was almost as smart as. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he comes knocking down the studio door. Yeah. They, that's Alan there, pal. Yeah, hey, me. I'm the, the short, fat Italian guy is the, the dog father, okay? <laughs> it's the other guy. Let's uh, head to Tom. Hey, Tom, how are you doing? Um, I got a, a dachshund. He's about four and a half, five years old now. And he was a rescue dog, but he has serious anxiety problems. Whenever me and the wife go away and leave him at home, he just goes nuts. And he doesn't chew anything, per se. I mean, he'll, like, try to get in the trash and stuff, so we put that up. But he just, you know, goes nuts. But other than that, he's a great dog. <laughs> he's a great dog. And, and do you feel, uh, again, the last call, do you feel sorry for the dog because he's a rescue dog? No, no. Good. Good for you. I'm, I'm over the road truck driver, so I'm only home about four days a month, but 
I'm still his right, best so friend, but my you're... wife's the one that takes care of him. Okay, so your dog but... is a very insecure dog, a dog that is uh, afraid to be alone, doesn't want to be separated from his pack, and is afraid you're right. not coming back. Uh, dogs like that are usually, uh, they have anxiety because they don't know you're coming back. They think you're leaving and you're not coming back a lot of times. So you've got to teach your dog that he can be totally okay being alone with you. And the way to do that is incrementally in small baby steps in the house. So does your dog, your dog probably follows your wife all over the house too, right? Yes, yes he does. <laughs> okay. So what you're going to do is you're going to give a dog what we call, I like to call it a safe spot. I don't know if your dog has a safe spot. You can use yeah, the crate. Does. Okay, yeah. you're going to teach your dog. Your wife is going to teach your dog to stay in the safe spot. And you can do that with your crate. You can put the crate in the spot, and you can leave nah, the he, door open. He won't go in a crate. Well, he goes nuts in a crate. I mean, he'll bash his head against the crate. You can teach him to love a crate. We'll get into that later. But let's just talk about the safe spot, where the spot you want him to be. Your wife is going to put him in that spot and ask him to stay there while she's in the same room. Okay? And if he doesn't stay there, she's going to physically keep putting him back, saying stay. Keep doing it over and over and over again till he stays. Once he stays, she's going to tell him good dog. But she's got to believe in her mind that he will stay. Because in the dog world, believing is seeing, not seeing is believing. You have to believe it inside, from the inside out, that it will happen for it to happen. So if you put your dog in a spot and say stay, but you don't believe he'll stay, he won't. So you've got to just keep putting him in that spot over and over and over again while you're in the same room, and you say stay. And when the dog stays, after about a minute or two, you just say good dog and maybe give him a treat, and you can release him. And then you lengthen the amount of time slowly. You go from two minutes to four minutes to five minutes to seven minutes. Then you try leaving the room, going into another room, asking the dog to stay. The dog doesn't stay. You physically put him back in his spot, and you do it over and over and over again till he starts to understand, hey, you know what? I can do this. I can be by myself while she's in the next room. I know she's coming back. And then you start working on leaving the house. And this is very important, just so you know. You can't make it a big deal when you leave the house. You've got to ignore your dog when you leave the house. You don't say goodbye. You don't look at him. You don't talk to him. You just leave. And when you come home, the same thing. For about 15, 20 minutes, you don't look at him. You don't talk to him. Now, you've got to teach your dog to be in a crate. It'll help you a lot. And the way you do that, leave the door open and put his food in the crate. Believe me, he's going to go in there and eat. Whenever he goes in the crate to eat, you tell him he's a good dog. Good dog. Leave the door open. Start putting treats in the crate. Start putting his favorite toys in the crate. Start making associations with the crate of pleasure and fun. That's how you do it. Well, Mike, uh, I've heard that dachshunds are really hard-headed too about things. No, no, you see, I no, mean, you see, you're already making excuses for why it won't work. You're telling me, you're telling me your dog is hard-headed. Your dog is not hard-headed. Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten. And I'm Jimmy Van Patten. And we're here to talk to you about our new line of alpha grain-free dog and cat formulas. And we've been the leaders in grain-free nutrition with our LID formulas before grain-free became a trend. Our new grain-free alpha formulas combine multiple high-quality proteins at balanced levels with unique fruits and vegetables for vitamins and antioxidants. For more information on alpha and all of my dog and cat food formulas, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. Here's a surprising summertime fact from new Allegra Anti-Itch Cream. We all know that irritants like bug bites and poison ivy can make you itch. But what you might not know is how. 
Actually, it's the histamines your body creates in reaction to these irritants that make you miserable. But now that scratch has met its match. New Allegra Anti-Itch Cream. Its maximum strength itch medicine blocks your itch-causing histamines fast for long-lasting relief. New Allegra Anti-Itch Cream. The relief you've been itching for. Use as directed. This is a referral service. Calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency. Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce. It's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance even if you have a pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, this is a free hotline for anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions. Protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call 1-800-838-5562. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. It's Animal Radio. Just a few minutes, Charlie Batch, backup QB for the Pittsburgh Steelers, will be joining us. And I believe he has a personal relationship with Judy Francis here in Animal Radio. I see that you're texting him. And yeah, he's my buddy. He's your buddy, huh? Yeah. Okay. You guys watch football? I do now. <laughs> have you ever wondered... Have you ever wondered how it's possible that the quarterback and the center don't have a, a unique relationship with each other? Do you I know what I'm talking about? I stay up at night w- wondering yeah. about that myself, Alex. <laughs> Dr. Debbie, did you know that if a cricket were the size of Mount Rushmore, it could jump to the moon? That's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, yeah, see? It got you excited, see? Mm-hmm. I got another one concerning rats. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this will get you excited or not, but I think it might. I'm a tough audience today, so let's try it. They multiply so quickly that in 18 months... Two rats could have over a million descendants. Holy moly. And they're probably all patients of mine. <laughs> this is, by the way, Animal Radio, and uh, we want to welcome our 107th affiliate, WINIAM, in Murfreesboro, serving Cape yeah. Girardeau, Missouri. Uh, welcome. This is what it normally sounds like, by the way. And you can call us at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Speak to our dog trainer Alan Cable, our veterinarian Dr. Debbie, dog father Joey Volani, or animal communicator Joy Turner. And on that note, I head to Georgette. Hi, Georgette. How are you doing? Hi there. I'm good. How are you? Good. Where are you calling from today? I'm calling from Arizona. A zoner. Yeah. Well, I'm a zoner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just passing through. <laughs> What's going on? I have this, uh, I got a little Shih Tzu that I bought from a backyard breeder, um, and I got him when he was seven weeks old, which I think is too little, I mean, but it's, it was either me, you know, come with, live with me, or he would go to the pound, so, and I, um, I drive a semi, and so he was with me 24-7, um, great life, because we went for lots of walks, and I said he was always with me all the time, and I've Gave him lots of attention and all that. Tried to sit down. He walked on a leash. And all of a sudden, one day, uh, he sleeps with me in my bed. I went back there to pet him like I always do. And he turned into crazy dog, uh, growling, uh, trying to bite me. 
And I thought, I, I felt him all over. I thought maybe he's got a sore leg or a bellyache. And I even took him to the vet. And she checked him all out and didn't have anything wrong with him. And it just passed. And then he went back to his wonderful, loving self. And then a couple weeks later, in the middle of the night, my, I must have, um, you know, scooched him over a little bit. And I hear this growling at the end of the bed. And he looked like Cujo. And I had to, like, squeeze out around him. And I was going to try and get a hold of him, and he sliced, he bit my hands up pretty good. I was going to try and grab the scruff of his neck like his mom would, you know, try and calm him down. So I tried the scruff of the neck approach. I tried the sweet, kind approach. You know, it's okay, it's okay. I called the trainer um, and the vet. Uh, I didn't want the only thing I haven't done. I don't want to spend thousand dollars on an MRI to see if he's got some sort of mental problem because it comes and goes. It, there's no rhyme or reason for it. There's no explanation for it, and I'm just baffled. I can't give him okay. away to anybody else because I wouldn't trust him because he goes. Georgia, you're such a you're you're such a sweet lady, and you're a perfect example. And please don't take this the wrong way. You are and very good for very good for taking your dog to the vet because that that was a very smart thing to do. You never know okay. uh, when a dog's behavior changes suddenly. You should always take your dog to the vet first. But now that you've had your dog checked out by the vet, you are a perfect example of what happens when a human being projects human emotions onto a dog and. And this is why I always talk to people about letting your dog sleep with you. When you let your dog sleep with you, you've elevated him to your status, and it's very confusing for a dog. Your dog is now in charge of you. And your dog, when your dog looks at you, your dog sees weakness. Your dog is your pack leader. You are now, (laughs) you are now being bossed around by your dog with dog language. This is how dogs communicate. This is how dogs act. So if I were like, let's say, in charge and I were a dog and a dog came into my space that was one of the, you know, lower dogs on the, in the pack, I would immediately correct that dog with a nip and a growl and and I would get furious, just like you're describing. (laughs) And when it gets elevated, Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Georgette, you're you're going to need some help from an animal behavior expert or a consultant, okay. because what you're doing is all wrong. And I, I know okay. you're trying to sh- you're trying to show your dog love and affection, but you don't show dogs love and affection uh, the way humans show humans love and affection. And when you do that, when you show a dog love and affection the same way a human would show a human love and affection, a dog sees weakness. And when a dog sees weakness, a dog will take over because they have no choice but to take over and be your boss. And so now your dog is your boss. And this is why you're having these problems. Your dog doesn't have any mental problems. Your dog is just exerting his dominance over you. Okay, well, yeah, make- well, that's right. Hey, you want to know? I'm embarrassed to say this to you, but you want to know? I was, I did, I did like kind of, I bit him on, I bit him back one time. I said so. <laughs> I know it's probably not. I know I bit him like. I mean, I growled at him and bit him, and I thought, well, maybe that'll work, and you end up bite, biting me in the nose. But I, I know I tried. That's why I thought, well, I'll assert my you know dogginess over him or something. You know, and hey, I Georgette. Any dog, yeah, Georgette. I would be happy to work with you if you email me at Alan at AlanAnimalRadio dot com. I would be happy to give you step by step instructions oh, okay. on what you can do. But you've got to do them. You've got to understand. Okay. Consistency, they don't work all of a sudden. What you're going to have to do is take back the leadership role in your pack. You're going to have to become your dog's leader, and you will see her behavior change, and it will happen slowly over a little bit of time, and it requires you doing the part of leader. You're not going to be giving your dog much affection for a while. You're not going to be talking to your dog all the time. It's going to be difficult. 
Well, so I have hey. to take him out of my bed too, huh? Yes, you do. Oh no. Okay. Well, I do. I did buy him a little, you know, comfy carrier thing. Yeah, I was debating. Hey, Doctor Debbie wants to. Doctor Debbie yeah. wants to say something. Hey, I wanted to jump in because, Georgia, I don't know that this is necessarily your situation. I think you know you'd have to get more history out with us. But there, okay. there are actually dogs that can have aggression that are only displayed when they're in the REM phase of sleep. So oh, if these, it's, it's, if, you know what? A lot of times it's one he, you know, when he's sleeping, you cannot wake him up or touch him. Yeah. yeah. So what? What can? And this, you might have to talk to your veterinarian a little bit more and see if it if it always happens when he's in a sleep phase, either sleeping at night yeah. or if he's napping even during the day. There, there yeah. are dogs that have an aggressive condition, and it's kind of almost like a seizure disorder for them. Yeah. So you, would, you know what? That's funny because my that's what the um my mother said. Oh, maybe he has seizures. Yeah, when he's sleeping, especially you cannot pet him or snuggle up to him because you'll get yeah. He gets crazy. So that that, well, that's that might well. be. Been what partly they were looking for to make sure there's not something bigger, you know, with the neurologic workup. But for right. some pets, if I am concerned that they have this type of condition, and I've checked out everything I can physically, and and we've des- tested for what we can, sometimes we will try anti-seizure medicines for those pets. Um, but we do need to make that distinction. Oh. I think it, it's going to take a little more time with behavioral questioning and then your veterinarian to figure out which scenario. If it's just you know you need to work on being the pack leader, or if there might right. be a, a, a you know REM seizure. Of, of the two because he does it while he's sleeping and then then like I was telling Alan you know they'll just be just for no reason you know he'll be sitting there in the chair and you'll go to pick him up so uh, he's got both uh, yeah. sleeping okay. and the other deal so I totally wrecked okay. my dog I guess it's, uh, it, it's interesting it's interesting what you said too Debbie because you know it, it's cool that there can be two causes because again when a dog is in charge you do not disturb the dog when the dog is sleeping the the other dogs w- do not come into the dog space when the dog is sleeping or they will be reprimanded for it so it could be medical like dr debbie said and again that is a that is a classic behavioral problem you see when a dog takes charge of the pack and runs the humans and a nine-month-old five-pound doggy bossed me around hey what was your uh, email again it's alan at animalradio.com but do what dr debbie said always check it out with the vet first just like you've done and make sure that there's no medical condition before you do anything else okay well i thank you so much you guys i just stumbled on you on the radio. I didn't even know you were on my XM radio. I never go on that end of my radio, so I'm so glad I found you. I'm glad you found us, too. We would all like your address so we can come over and get bitten by you. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I would would like that, and I'll go take a vacation on the beach, and you guys can deal with the little terrorists that I created. (laughs) um, Well, thank you so much. Yeah, you're my kind of gal. I like that, biting your dog back. I would like to go out with you, if that's okay. Uh, you know what? I, I said I was embarrassed to tell you, but I figure you guys are strangers. I'm on the radio. You realize this way nobody knows me knows that I'm saying it. You know, tell me Georgia outside in Arizona. I don't know. Well, thank you so much for your call today, Georgette. We appreciate it. Listening on, uh, we've moved to XM Channel 244. So for those of you that have found us, uh, couldn't find us from last week, suddenly from 166 now on 244, welcome. Boy, there are a lot of XM channels, aren't there? I'm sorry, Hal. I'm just upset because it, now I know how Evanda felt. Now we understand. <laughs> I understand. Quality entertainment here. <laughs> we, it makes me wish I could weed. We have Charlie Batch on the show today from the Pittsburgh Steelers. And now finding out he's a pet lover, that's even better. Okay, well, he'll be on the show. Animal Radio is brought to you by... 
Help prevent pests on your pet with monthly topical flea or tick treatments. Advantage 2 for cats or dogs. Kills through contact, so fleas don't have to bite to die. Canine Advantix 2, which is for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, and mosquitoes. Repels biting flies and kills lice. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-855-645-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. Say goodbye to the cable guy and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-645-MY-TV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $19.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 1-855-645-MYTV. 1-855-645-MYTV. Say goodbye to the cable guy. Cut costs and get more. 1-855-645-MYTV. 1-855-645-MYTV. Have a good day. Next. Hi there. Uh, two hot dogs, please. Oh, honey, this has been the perfect getaway, and I can't believe how much money we saved with Hotels.com. Oh, shh. People find out we've got extra money. Oh, to... sweetie, relax. Here <laughs> you go. How much? For you, $37. Whoa! Well, it's extra. What is it, no, no. wrapped in gold? The Hotels.com Memorial Day Sale, now through May 27th. With savings so great, you won't be able to keep it a secret. Book now and save up to 30%. Hotels.com, finding you the perfect place at the perfect price. Today we're asking people to name their one favorite meal for one from Stouffer's. One favorite? Stouffer's lasagna. But how about the barbecue chicken? Grilled white meat chicken coated with a sweet and tangy sauce with a side of cheesy potatoes topped with crisp bacon. Yes. So that's your one Stouffer's favorite. Oh, but I also like Stouffer's meatloaf. Classic meatloaf with a rich tomato glaze smothered in a savory gravy with a tasty side of... Hey, where are you going? You kidding? The store. Stock up on all your favorite Stouffer's meals for one today. This is Glenn Close. On Animal Radio, and remember how very, very important it is to spay or neuter your pet. You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more. This is an Animal Radio News Update. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Just do it, and do it big. Nike did. Pity the poor little elephant who was forced to wander the wilderness with one leg noticeably shorter than the other three. Well, Nike stepped in. We don't know exactly how this animal came to Nike's attention, but it was the lucky recipient of the sneaker brand's biggest ever custom-made shoe. It's a gray monstrosity custom-designed to fit an elephant with a literal lift. Not really clear exactly when the shoe was built or where the elephant is now, but the gray fabric was meant to blend seamlessly with the elephant's skin, while the pink bits of remaining fabric are, in the words of a Nike's lead public relations official, what's left of the beat-up swoosh. Can you imagine that? I don't even know how they got to the elephant. They probably had to tranquilize it to put the shoe on. But that's pretty cool. It's the elephant walking around with a Nike. Ever wish you could make sure your barking dog isn't terrorizing the cat or the mailman when you're not at home? Well, guess what? There's an app for that. A new app called Pavlov Dog Monitor. It's $4.99, and it's an iPad app. It uses audio sensor technology to listen for your dog's barks when you're away from home. It'll then trigger pre-recorded videos with you saying, 
bad boy, or alternately, good boy, to help quiet the dog. For an extra $1.99, you can have the app monitor your dog throughout the day, and your dog can Facebook you. (laughs) The idea person behind the app is also working on a Bluetooth-equipped treat dispenser that will give your dog an actual treat if he refrains from barking. That's amazing. A stray cat named Frankie took up residence in the parking lot of a McDonald's in Franklin, New Zealand, begging for handouts from customers. He survived on fast food for about a year. And just like in Super Size Me, it took its toll. Jessica Watson, the SPCA field officer who rescued Frank, said she became worried after noticing the cat's face became swollen. His eyelids weren't closing properly and his coat started to get matted. He wasn't overweight, but McDonald's wouldn't meet the nutritional requirements for a cat. She said, when I first took him home, he refused to eat anything because it wasn't McDonald's. I seriously considered going back there to get him a burger, but luckily Frankie is now on a healthy diet and he's available for adoption. Aurora Casket Company has now become the nation's largest private casket maker by producing beautiful funeral products for humans, but they've also launched a new line of business, funeral products for pets. Americans spend about $55 billion a year on their pets. And the Batesville, Indiana-based casket maker this week began selling more than 100 engravable urns, memorial boxes, and pendants to honor our deceased cats and dogs and other pets. And uh, according to the website, their urns generally start about 50 bucks. Well, it's a big business with animals nowadays, and if you can, you want to bury your pet in a honorable way. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. Today we're asking people to name their one favorite meal for one from Stouffer's. One favorite? Stouffer's lasagna. But how about the barbecue chicken? Grilled white meat chicken coated with a sweet and tangy sauce with a side of cheesy potatoes topped with crisp bacon. Yes. So that's your one Stouffer's favorite. Oh, but I also like Stouffer's meatloaf. Classic meatloaf with a rich tomato glaze smothered on a savory gravy with a tasty side of... Hey, where are you going? You kidding? The store. Stock up on all your favorite Stouffer's meals for one today. This is a referral service. Calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency. Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce. It's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance even if you have a pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, this is a free hotline for anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions. Protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call 1-800-838-5562. Have a good day. Next. Hi there. Uh, Two hot dogs, please. Oh, honey, this has been the perfect getaway, and I can't believe how much money we saved with Hotels.com. No, shh. If people find out, we've got extra money. Oh, sweetie, relax. Uh, Here you go. How much? 
For you, $37. Whoa! Plus it's extra. What is it, no, wrapped no. in gold? The Hotels.com Memorial Day Sale, now through May 27th. With savings so great, you won't be able to keep it a secret. Book now and save up to 30%. Hotels.com, finding you the perfect place at the perfect price. Hi, this is Doug Gray, the Marshall Tucker Band. And forever, you'll always be listening to Animal Radio. Keep loving those pits. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. 1-866-405-8405. We'll head back to the phones in just a minute right here, but we're going to take a break to hang with Charlie Batch. Pittsburgh Steeler Charlie Batch is joining us. Hey, Charlie, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Oh, splendid. Judy comes in. She says, we've got Charlie Batch for the show. I'm like, what does he have to do with animals? Tell us, what <laughs> what, what are you doing? Actually, I've teamed up with the uh, Rita Cody Fund. We just help raise awareness as uh, you know, people who are, may, may or may not be aware, but... 12 million cats and dogs each year are diagnosed, diagnosed with cancer. So what we're trying to do is just work together and continue to raise the awareness because, as you know, families who are going through any type of situation like that with their animals, you know, it's a very, you know, troubling time. And, you know, right, and sometimes when you look at it and the money that it makes, you know, you're trying to go through, sometimes we're just trying to bring that options and make sure there are options available for them if they're trying to go through and continue the cancer treatment for their, for their animals. Sure. Well, you had a five-year-old Rottweiler that had cancer, right? Yes. We did. We went through that, and that was, uh, you know, that was a, you know, troubling time as you go through, and, and your first, you know, when you experience that, and you, the doctor comes out, tells you that, you know, your head is at, you know, Roxy at the time was diagnosed with cancer. You know, it was troubling because she was so young, and, you know, we were just going through that entire process, and, you know, eventually we lost that battle, uh, or she mm-hmm. lost that battle with cancer, and it was, you know, that was a tough time for the family as we had to put her down going through that entire process. Mm-hmm. And that's when you latched on to the Riedel and Cody Fund? Yes, right after that, they, they were aware of our story, and they, you know, asked us to team up, and literally for me, it was a no-brainer because I know, because Roxy actually had her own fit, was, was, they wanted to know exactly how she was doing because their animals were going through that, and, you know, over the course of six to eight months, people were, you know, that were attached to her, and, you know, right now, you know, it's just it's from me experiencing it, it was just one of those things for me to really let other people know there is help out there. Yes. I got it, yeah, I mean, I'm sitting here with a smile on my face, <laughs> Batch, I got to tell you, I am a huge fan, I have lived and died every Pittsburgh Steeler game for the past 40 years, so I'm a huge, and I'm a bigger fan because you're such an animal person, um, dog person, Because I and I've had two dogs, and one of them was a Roddy as well, that that um, died of cancer, so this is great. So I just want to tell you, I'm a big fan. I didn't wasn't a big fan though on on that Thanksgiving Day game when you played for Detroit and that you know you guys cheated with that coin to us. But um, okay, know, but, but right, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a that's right. I'm a big fan, and and you know what, you made me a bigger fan just knowing that you're an animal person. It's great to hear. Oh, I appreciate it. And actually, you know, we have six dogs in our household, and we love them to death. They've, they they're part of our family, and you know, we go back, and that is just you know just great to really be a part of because people are just like wow you have six dogs I'm like yeah we take family and everything charlie to, to me football is a great metaphor for life because in so many ways but when i when i look at a guy like you who, who went through something with your dog like you did and, and we all have personal problems we all have distractions 
When you go on the field, how do you tune all that out and, and be the professional that you are where you focus? Because, you know, they don't care. The, the fans and the Steelers, they don't care that, you, you know, you're having a problem with your animal, your dog is sick. They just want you to go out there and play at 100% level. How do you focus in on that and close everything else out when you hit the field? Actually, I mean, it's one of those things that where we have a slogan, you know, when we take the field, we take the field, and you leave all other issues, you know, that you're dealing with, all, you know, out of it. And you want focus, and you just, that's just something that really just comes, you know, with the territory because at the end of the day, everybody has their own problems. And when it comes to doing your job, you have to do it with the best of your ability, not really let anybody else, you know, wonder why you may or may not did your job correctly. So, you know, people take pride and they wear that with honor. I think when people step on that field, that's what it's all about. That's it. That's yeah. right. Well, I'm a big fan uh, now. Yeah. I don't watch football, That's but right. I'm a big well, fan, Charlie. You know, I, I got. I'm, I'm, I'm so inspired. I'm going to tackle Allen right now in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got. I got to put the. I got to put the challenge to you, Batch. I think you're a little afraid of Rice and Smith. I think you belong on Dancing with the Stars, and oh. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Oh, I would love that, but you still have two left feet. I think Hans Ward definitely gave us all inspiration. Because he had two left feet, and nobody would envision him going through that show and winning the competition. So hats off to do that. But if you know the challenge was there, I would definitely take that on. I got one other project for you. You know, the, the heck with the Victoria's Secret Bowl. What we need in the Super Bowl halftime show is a dog and cat bowl. That would be great. And I, I know, I know, years ago they used to have you know the pup bowl and all this other stuff that they on with it. But you know, at the end of it, you know, when you look back, and if I had to take a poll, you know, with the players in the National Football League, I would probably say at least ninety percent of them has an animal to a certain, to, you know, and everybody is animal lovers. And I think it's just something that you know, the more and more people that are out there and you know, get if get a chance to tell that story, you know, they would tell you how much they appreciate their animals. Yeah, especially there in Pennsylvania. I think uh, I think the deal there. We have so many stations yes. and so many affiliates in Pennsylvania. People so many calls. Call. People love their animals there. Yes, they do. So. They really do, and I actually have a team up with Panera Bread in June, June 9th this year, and we do um, our pup walk, and we have, you know, over 350, I think, their, pan, their animals down for this walk as we raise money for the Western Pennsylvania Human here in Pittsburgh. We've been doing this now for three years, at least three years, maybe four, but in that really, you know, from people know how much, you know, I love my animals. I mean, it just really, it's a win-win because everybody smiles on it because, you know, no matter how we smile, the, the dogs or, you know, at least the animals are, you know, showing us the same other kisses that they're giving us. Okay. Well, we appreciate your time. You're cutting out there, but I appreciate what you're doing. We're going to put links to RiedelCody.org at the AnimalRadio.com website. It's spelled kind of weird. R-I-E-D-E-L-C-O-D-Y.org if you want to learn more. That was Charlie Batch, quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers, joining us. Man, I love football players. You know what, Abrams? How dare you have a bad phone line connection when you got a Pittsburgh Steeler on the other line? You know, I mean, the technicians, you got to, come on now. I mean, I don't care if it was on his end. You guys got to fix it. Was, it. Yeah. It's, it's it just the how it has to be. Yeah, it was on his end. It was well, I know, but uh, Verizon. You know, yeah, well, he was out and about. It was like, you got to do it when they're out and about or you gotta, don't do it at all. Listen, every play, if, if every, they, let me tell you what. If they just heard me on the other side of the television screaming like a maniac, I'm one of those guys. I'm one of those guys, and I hate to say it, that actually plays the game while you're while I'm watching it. My well, wife know, leaves the house. She knows better. It's it's you know it's disgusting, but that's me. It's a unique sport because every play could be your last play. And those guys, after the game is over, they are suffering. And they go out there with bruised ribs and you know busted knees and cortisone in their asses and they play anyway i mean those guys are warriors man i don't think you understand what goes on out there I, okay how i'll make a challenge to you okay <laughs> if there's some woman's football league 
that that is available to uh, run a couple of plays with Hal, where he's on offense, takes the ball, and runs, and would like to go and have at it. And I think Hal would be up to that, and I think he'll get a, a clear picture of what happens when a human being hits you with their full body weight going 20 miles an hour. Now you ought to see him blush. I think he'd like it. Women's football. Woman, yeah. 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 I did that once. So let me tell you something. It was not fun. So I just got a text from Charlie Batch thanking me for being on the show. Oh, Isn't okay. he awesome? He's a good guy. He is. He's a good class guy. act. Ah. Hey, this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by The Herbs with over 400 products available for both you and your pet. Jumpstart the health revolution and experience healing. Go to theherbs.com providing better solutions for better health. Wow. Oh, there you go. Judy's texting back and forth with Charlie, Charlie Batch right now. What's leave going me alone. on? I'm busy over here. I think it might be a little. <laughs> I think it might be a love connection here, ladies and gentlemen. He was at Mrs. the. Uh, he didn't tell us, but he was at the Kentucky Derby. Oh, he was at the Derby. That's why it was wow. coming in and out. Oh, okay. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. This is Animal Radio, baby. Judy is texting Charlie Batch, backup quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They have something going on. Mm, you're just jealous. <laughs> it's Animal Radio, celebrating the connection with our pets. And, uh, if you want to connect with the veterinarian, Dr. Debbie, the dog trainer, Alan Cable, dog father, Joey Villani, or animal communicator, Joey Turner, feel free to uh, dial us up toll-free at one 405 We welcome to the show Sue Schwartz. She works with a, she's actually the co-founder of Stand Up to Cancer and StandUpToCancer.org, and we'll put links to that all over at the website. Sue, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. Now, in my hot little hands, I have what appears to be a... Uh, it's like a dog t-shirt. It's a dog t-shirt. It's actually a very nice dog t-shirt. I have uh, three different sizes here, and it one says Cancer Bites on it. Right. What, what are these? What's the deal? Uh, so we've recently launched a line of products for for our, our furry friends. Uh, we have a couple different T-shirts. One says Cancer Bites. That's the one that you have in front of you. We also have one that says Cancer is Rough. One that is uh, my dog's personal favorite. It says Sit, Stay, Stand Up to Cancer. And um, then a couple logo T-shirts. In addition to that, we have some collars and some leashes. And the great thing about these products is they're all eco-friendly as well. They're all uh, made of 100% recycled plastic bottles. They're printed with no water dye process so that they're durable and comfortable and long-lasting. It gives our, our pets a chance to stand up to cancer along with their pet parents. But most importantly, I assume a portion of the twenty nine nine that it costs for the t-shirts goes to fighting cancer is that correct exactly stand up to cancer funds translational cancer research um so the proceeds from the the pet products as well as any of the stand up to cancer merchandise goes directly to raise funds for innovative cancer research um and when i say that we fund translational cancer research what that means is that our mandate is to get from the bench of a scientist or the lab directly to impacting patients within three years, which is pretty much warp speed in the world of human cancer research. 
the website, stand up to the number two, cancer.org, if you want to learn more. We ha- Are we giving away these three here? Yes, we are. We have three sizes We for the dogs. We have a small, a medium, and a large that we'd like to give out. At one 405 8405 But more importantly, I encourage you to go buy one of these at standuptocancer.org slash shop. And we'll put a link over at the, uh, the animalradio.com website. And uh, help fight cancer as well as get some cool-looking duds for your dog. Yeah, let them support it. Right. And and one of the great things is that this month, in honor of National Pet Month, when you buy any of our pet products, we're giving away a really cute little free bandana for your pet that says, I stand up for, and it gives you the opportunity to write in um, who your pet is standing up for and what their connection to cancer is. One of the things that we've done uh, throughout the five years that Stand Up to Cancer has been launched is... We make it very personal. So this is a chance for your pet. You can write in, you know, who the who the pet is standing up for. So in my case, my dog is wearing this really cute little bandana with arrows on it, which is the Stand Up to Cancer brand mark. And uh, I've written in both my sister's names. Sue, thank you so much for all the hard work you're doing. Well, thank you, and thank you for having me on. Go check out the website. We'll, of course, link to it from AnimalRadio.com. Maybe you can put up a picture of these beautiful shirts over there so you can see that. We'll head back to the phones next right here on Animal Radio. Welcome, my friend. It's Animal Radio. Grab your pet. Join us. Help us celebrate. Those dogs aren't sleeping in the doghouse anymore. They're hogging the bed. And this is what all... This whole radio show is about is how we spoil our animals and take care of them and just love them so damn much. Let's uh, go to Charlotte. Hey, Charlotte, how are you doing? I'm good. What's going on in your world? Well, uh, we have four kitties in our house, and we last year we lost our 18-year-old and decided to adopt two new boys. And unfortunately, the oldest female, who's five and all of seven pounds, is absolutely terrified of the new three-pound or three-year-old, almost 14-pound male. And he just, his eyes glaze over, his, they get as big as uh, they dilate, and he just goes for her. And when he goes for her, what's, what's happening? Is he actually attacking her, or is it more just growling, chasing, posturing kind of stuff? If he can corner her, he has actually pounced. There's fur flying, pee, um, she's screaming. Um, there has been no blood, blood, but we've kind of break it up before that gets to that point. And all the other kitties, I'm assuming, are getting along okay? Um. The younger male who's, who we adopted is about a year now, and he's still kittenish, and he gets along well with the big, big, the big boy. Uh, he gets along with both females. Both females have been living here now for almost five years, and they get along well. For the most part, it is just the two, the, the older male and the older female, and he just goes after her, and she is terrified of him. Mm-hmm. When we have a multi-cat household of four kitty personalities, um, you know the the chance of having some of these 
unwanted um, interactions definitely goes up. So with each kitty we get past two, um, combining these personalities in the household can be more challenging. Um, and sometimes when we do you know, bring an adult in um, to another household that has mature cats, we can run into this more often. And a lot of what we need to look at is going to be partly the um, nonverbal posturing that's going on before there is a crisis that's happening. Um, because that tells us a lot. Um, sometimes with a cat that is being attacked, they are actually, the cat that is acting fearful can actually elicit this attack by just kind of acting fearful, cowering, putting their ears back, and kind of uh, hiding. For many cats, especially if it's a kind of a more dominant cat that's prone to this kind of aggressive outburst, they are going to be triggered by that cat acting passively. Um, so it isn't always that the the other cat is just always on the aggress on the aggression. It's that they can be triggered by these things. So we need to watch that because if we have that situation, we really have to work on um, the fearful kitty's um, behavior. And in many cats, when I have something as complex as this going on, I do introduce some drug therapy, um, especially if we've got a really scared cat and a really dominant cat. But the other thing we have to really look at is the whole cat environment and the ways that we can make this a more um, harmonious household for cats. And for cats of that number, of having four kitties, we really have to make sure all of the resources are in abundance. So, um, you know, the one or two litter pan kind of thing doesn't work. We really need four litter pans or more in different sites throughout the house. Because even in a nonverbal way, cats show possession over certain litter sources. So there are cats that will only urinate in certain boxes or only defecate in certain boxes or that will never ever urinate it because another cat uses it and these are things that you know they figure out and they have their own territories we have to respect that give them more resources so you don't run into problems um, and that also goes for food that goes for water bowls that goes for perching sites that goes for human affection so we have to make sure we've got lots of things so we don't encourage the competition that might be going on in the kitty household I have a silly question the the male is supposed to be neutered and mm-hmm. there's doesn't look like there's anything there is it possible that a little bit might have gotten left it's still making him uh, active you know kitty testicles are pretty easy once we see them they're pretty well identified so it's not common that something is left behind unless for some bizarre reason some cats can be born just like dogs with a testicle in an abnormal location so uh, you know if uh, one testicle is removed from the normal scrotal area and they never went to look for the other one and it was in his belly yeah I guess there could be still something there but um, it's it's really uncommon in, in most veterinarians um, you know know that there's another testicle somewhere and they'll go find it and look for it well we Um, got him from a shelter and uh we don't have a lot of background on him there's an easy test that um well most most cat owners won't do it but veterinarians will do to help prove or disprove if a cat is fully neutered um it's a little graphic so um male cats when they have testosterone they have that pumping around in their system they actually get barbs on their penis and um, so it's very easy if a cat is neutered, we look at their penis, uh, stick it out, and it'll be very smooth. Um, for a cat that's not neutered, or say maybe has a testicle still floating around somewhere, we will actually see these little barbs, and they are all the way around the penis, um, very distinctive. So, um, you know, if you do have the baby evaluated by a vet, that's something they can easily check and just put your mind at ease for. Mm-hmm. With the 
if he were neutered late in life, like when he was, say, two, two and a half, and he was active for two and a half years, would he have the barbs even though he's been neutered, or do they go away once they're neutered? They go away once they're neutered, so okay. you won't have them. Okay. Wow. I learned so much on this show. <laughs> that was my question. What happens if they get neutered later in life? Those barbs fall off? No, they just they just go away. Yeah, wow. they regress. And actually, you know, after we neuter a cat, um, if they're sexually mature and they have these barbs, um, you know, there's a period of time over a couple of weeks where it'll really dissipate and then it'll start fading away. Huh. Very interesting. What other show will you learn this kind of information on? I I tell you, that's all we have time for today. I want to thank Charlie Batch for joining us. Do you have a date with him later? What's the deal? Yeah. See you later, Charlie. I also want to thank Mike Tyson. Unexpected, but he did come on the show today to uh, talk about his bird. And uh, yes, I am very, very excited to be on the Animal Radio Show, and because I am an actual animal, I really enjoy it. Of course, be sure to check us out on Facebook and uh, at the website at animalradio.com. Download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. A whole bevy of resources as well as past shows, and you can ask your questions about your pets right from the application. Check out Dr. Debbie's Yorkshire Terriers, How to Be Your Dog's Best friends shih tzus pugs and mini schnauzers if you own any one of those dogs you love these books they're over at amazon and of course we link to them from animalradio.com check out joey volani's line of waterless shampoos and we'll see you next week right here for more animal radio on this fine station bye-bye bye what are you doing you don't make pigeon soup <laughs> this is animal, animal. Radio. Radio. Network. Network.